Hello, you're listening to the Australian Writers' Centre podcast on writers and writing. My name's Valerie Koo and you can find us online at writerscentre.com.au. We're Australia's leading writing centre and you'll find a wealth of resources on our website and blog, including interviews with authors, writing tips and valuable ideas on how to get published and write with confidence. Whether you're interested in writing a novel, short story or articles for magazines, you'll find information and courses to help you get there. Or if you want to hone your business writing skills, we can help you too. Our presenters are the best in the industry. Our team is passionate about all things writing and in these podcasts, we'll be talking to best-selling authors on their craft. We hope you enjoy today's podcast. Hi, I'm Danielle from the Australian Writers' Centre. I'm here at the Sydney Writers' Festival about to have a chat to Chrissy Neen. She's the author of three books. Her latest is Steeplechase. I'm going to have a chat to her about that. Hi, Chrissy. Hi, how are you? Uh, First of all, just tell us about Steeplechase. It's a book about sisters and it really explores the idea of um, finding your own sense of self um, and also the idea that sisters are not, you know, this great sisterhood of people kind of standing together, supporting each other, that sisters are more complex than that. They're really about um, competition and um, really a lot of people base their own identities on their sisters. So this is about two sisters who are brought up very close together uh, and one of them develops um, a mental illness and the other one who doesn't want to be left behind develops the same illness to keep up with her sister and they actually um, reconnect after 25 years of not having seen each other and the old patterns begin to emerge again. Um, It's, I guess City is quite a dark book and one reviewer described it as gothic Um, is that something you set out to do or did it just come as you were writing it it kind of after the first draft of it um, there was something missing from the book and I suddenly realized that it needed to be treated a bit more like a ghost story because um, one of the sisters sees an imaginary friend and the other one tries very hard and then eventually does begin to see the imaginary friend too and that needed to be treated like a bit of a ghost story because for her what was real and what wasn't real um, was very hard to discern and so for her it was like a ghost story like you know seeing a ghost who isn't there and who suddenly materializes so it did actually I did actually start reading um, quite gothic works and ghost stories to get into the feel in the second draft yeah. Mm. Um, this is a bit of a departure for you. There's been a memoir and there was also an erotic fiction book. Yeah. Um, why, why this change in direction? It's actually the direction I was going in before I went into um, exploring sexuality. So I'd written a couple of um, very sort of dark literary novels um, and they'd gotten shortlisted for awards but they'd never been published. And then um, I sort of realised I needed to focus on something that was a little bit easier I suppose to um, to digest um, and so I worked on the sexual memoir then and moved into sex writing. I moved into sex writing really because um, most of my work did explore sexuality but it explored it within the context of a literary novel and often it was um, a taboo or a dark kind of sexuality and so I realised that if I just focused on the sexuality people would um, be more interested in reading that work and so I went there to try and get a book published really and um, it was very successful for me 
But I really am moving back to form, I suppose, with this book. Yeah. Um, and it does still deal with sort of dark sexual elements, but um, definitely within a literary fiction context. And I'm hoping that I can move forward to writing both sex books and literary fiction books in the future. Sex is something that writers find really difficult to write. Um, was it something you struggled with, with, with the last book, the erotic fiction? Did you, did you really struggle writing those scenes? No, I didn't actually. I find sex really easy to write, so I'm kind of the opposite. I've, I find um, familial relationships are the hardest um, subject for me to tackle, so that's what I've tackled in Steeplechase. But the other two books um, dealt with sexuality, and I actually find that easier because um, I find sexuality to be fun and humorous and um, joyful, and so I really enjoy kind of just immersing myself in in those the pleasures of sex and I, I find the writing quite easy which is kind of the opposite of what everyone else seems to find so yeah. you know it's interesting did you feel um I'd, and I only asked this because the um PR the very last sentence is this is her first non-erotic novel uh, did you feel you were being pigeonholed a little bit? Yeah, I think so. After two books which focus really strongly on sexuality, um, people expected this one to be another sex book. And I think even before it came out, when people saw the jacket, they were going, oh, is this a you know sex with horses book? And I was like, no, it's not really a sex with horses book. Um, so people just expected that they were going to see sex when they read this book. But um, So I think it was kind of important for those readers who are not interested in reading erotic um, fiction or non-fiction, so those readers who don't want to read a sex book um, can actually feel safe that there's not much sex in this book. There might be a little glimpse, but not very much. So um, it was kind of a way of making sure that those readers would come to the book. Um, just tell us a bit about your writing process. Um, so, you know, do you, do you plan your book and then sit down and write it all in one hit? Is it a gradual thing for you? What's, what's your process like? I really need to know where the book's going, so I need to know something towards the end or towards the middle that will keep me going. And so when I've got that kernel of what it is that I'm aiming for, then I just start and I write in order. I used to write out of order. I used to write random chapters from um, all around the book and... I find that really confusing with um, a book-length work. It's actually really hard to keep a whole book in your head. Um, and so I would get very confused with what I'd taken out and what I'd put in, and um, it would just really complicate things for me. So I found starting at the beginning and working through to the end of the first draft is fantastic, and it really keeps things in perspective. And then the next draft, I write everything on index cards, throw it up over the wall and I know then I can work out what to take out, what needs expanding on and then I can redraft from there. Do you have a very strict writing routine that you stick to while you're working on a book? I think the strictness of my writing routine is that every time I'm not doing something else I'm writing. So it's not like I get up and I do X amount of hours and then I do something else. I actually just force myself to work in between everything so you know if I have an hour after work before I have to go and do something I will sit down at a cafe and I'll work for that hour um, and I'll just make sure that every single spare second I have I spend on writing and it's not always the same because my life is quite um, varied so I do um, sometimes I do shifts at the bookshop during the day or sometimes I'm running an event at night or you know it just chops and changes so the only way to do it is to force yourself to work when you're not doing something else yeah. and not to have too much of a social life helps too. 
<laughs> um, as a bookseller, what's it like to have somebody come up with your book <laughs> and that you sell to them? It's a, it's lovely, but it's also a little bit awkward. Um, I've I've done the pretending it's not my book thing. I've done the oh, this got really good reviews, and then like putting it in the bag and sending it to them. That's always fun. Um, and there was one woman once that came up with a copy of my book, and she said, "There's a, it, there's a sign saying signed copies next to this, but I can't find any signed copies." And I actually said to her, "Oh, we've got them under the counter. Just give me a second. I took her book and I bent down and I signed it, and I said, "Here's one." <laughs> gave it to her and it was a stupid thing and someone my co-worker was standing there watching me do it yeah. as soon as as soon as she'd gone out we just like cracked up laughing it was like I'll just I'll just sign that Michael Ondaatje book yeah. for you you know why don't we do that and she was none the wiser she was none the wiser and it was a terrible thing to do but you know it's like well I can just sign that for you and I just didn't want her to know it was me it just felt a bit odd but then there've been a lot of people do know that I'm a writer now and so a lot of our customers will come in specifically to buy my book because I know I'm there so that's actually lovely when that happens and they say oh could you sign it for me you know and that's really nice <laughs> um, I've just got one final question what's one piece of advice you would give to new writers uh, I think reading so much like reading and writing is the only trick to it I think you need to put in the hours before your writing takes off and, and is better but you also need to read equally as much um, so and not just uh, I think some people say just read everything and I actually think what you need to do is find where your voice is naturally comfortable and read all of that so don't just don't read things that are going to take you away from what you want to work on like really find that area that you think this is what I want to write one day and read everything you can in that area and that will make you a better writer excellent advice thanks so much Chrissy enjoy the festival and good luck with the book thank you been listening to the team from the Australian Writers Centre podcast on writers and writing. My name's Valerie Koo. You can find us online at writerscentre.com.au and discover details about our courses, seminars and popular online learning programs where we help students from all over the world. I'm author of the book Power Stories, the eight stories you must tell to build an epic business. And you can find out more on my personal website, ValerieKoo.com. That's Valerie, K-H-O-O.com. Thank you for listening.